This is Sabrina. And this is Shauna. And we are the Older, Wiser Lesbians. We certainly are. Coming to you from Hoots the Podcast, episode Bruges, Belgium. Coming in hot about Bruges. Is it Bruges or Bruges? I'm not sure. I think it can go either way. It goes both ways. What are you going to, how are you going to do it? Bruges? I like Bruges because of the S. Okay, I'm going to choose Bruges. So oh. We'll, we'll represent both ways. We'll represent both ways, and anybody who actually knows can tell us. Yes. Um, so, last episode, we were leaving Amsterdam. We were. On a train. With a suitcase in the backpack. That you were carrying everything, and I was hands-free. Yes. So, we went to the central station in Amsterdam, got completely turned around and lost, missed our train to Bruges. We did, and we thought... Uh, what to do? I thought we were going to live in the train station. Wait, did we miss the train to Bruges in Amsterdam? We did, yeah. And then we had to go talk to the employee. Uh-huh. And the, the employees there at the train station were, like, very, like, professional. They all had, like, matching outfits on. Yeah, you Remember uniforms. when we went into the, yeah, the uniforms had, like, red, like, almost like old school looking stewardess uniforms yeah. on. And we learned um, that... Each train uh, company has its own landing. Yes, so we went into the wrong one first, and then we went into the right one. Yeah, who knows where we would have ended up. With the red, the snappy red suits. Oh my god, do you remember the name of the train? <laughs> no, I don't think it matters. But it's the train to Brussels yes. from Amsterdam. Um, so anywho, we finally figured it out. But we did stand on uh, a train landing for some time. To go to the wrong place. To go to the wrong place. And I think, did we get on the train? We almost got on the train, and then you were the smart one and said, I don't think this is right. Yeah, because the numbers didn't match. The numbers didn't match. And so then we stepped off, went and talked to the people in the snappy red suits, and they said, you're right, that wasn't right. That would have taken you somewhere weird. Um, And so then they directed us to the right train. We ended up getting on. We sat in a comfortable seat. They served us a beer. Yes, we got beers. And uh, it was not too long. It was, like, only about an hour, right? No, like, I feel like after that first kind of moment of, like, never done this before and then figuring out, you know, getting your bearings, I was like, okay, now that we've done this once, I could do this many, many times to many, many places. It was very easy after you got the hang of the... Well, at least after I got over the whole, I'm getting on a train in a country where I don't speak the language. And nothing, none of the signs are in English. No, they're in, no, wait. Flemish. Well, in Amsterdam, they were in Dutch. Yes. And then when we got to Bruges, everything was in Flemish. And you know what? They kind of are exactly the same. I'm sure there's some sort of difference that we can't. Both sound made up. Yeah, it just sounds like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Too many, too many vowels. Yeah, I mean, you know, you do you, Flemish and, and Dutch. Yeah. Languages, but, you know. We had a uh, hotel reservation, so we, we... Yes, we planned this all ahead. We got off the train... Went to the taxi line, because I had no idea what Bruges looked like on a map, because apparently we didn't look at maps. We just Googled everything. 
So we got to the taxi line, got in the taxi, and we said we need to go to, what was the name of the hotel? Hotel uh, Frey something. It's hard to say because it's in a language that, um, you know. Try Hooked my, on Phonics. Is it my native language, but let's give it a shot. Do, do Hooked Boutique on Phonics. Boutique Hotel. A boutique a hotel, that sounds right. Boutique Hotel T, there's a T with a uh, apostrophe before the T, and then Frahihus. Hooked on Phonics, worked yeah. for you. Worked <laughs> hotel Tefrahituhus. Anyways, so. Well, we, hotel Frahituhus apparently well, is not too far from. Yes, it's. Uh, the train station. It's uh, half a mile. So it's literally across the street. The so guy? The, the, so the cabbie <laughs> gave us a little bit of a look and a little bit of a grunt. Yeah, he was not pleased with us. And he drove us across the street. But on the other side of the park, and then we dragged our pack back in the... Um, I don't think he took us to the other side of the park. I think he took us across the street into the park and said, this is it. And oh, yeah. I was like, are you sure? And he yeah. said, 10 euros, please. <laughs> yeah, we literally went across the street. <laughs> So then we, on the cobblestones, because it's all the cobblestone vibe there. Yeah. Dra- I think Dragged everything to I think the you gave me my suitcase back at that yeah. point. Because the suitcase and the cobblestone. And the backpack. That's your, that's your cross to bear. I'm not, I'm not doing that It one. was still better, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like hands-free with the backpack. It was great. I was ready to take on the world. But anyways, we navigated through this very, very attractive park. Yeah, there were some all swans. With sorts of like, oh gosh, there were swans. Um, castle places. castle places. Uh, stone buildings. Um, little witches and cauldrons. It was just like this whole vibe. And then we get to uh, our hotel day, whatever I just said. Called the Ad Hotel name, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I added it. It's to Free House. Mm-hmm. We got to that hotel. We walk in the back. Beautiful place, Everyone's by the way. very busy. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, there were people like walking back and forth with boxes busy. of drinks and setting up a and, stage and, and doing all sorts of things. And we clearly went through the back way. We did we not go through, through the, the back front. way. And the employees looked at us like they were shocked to see us. Yeah, they did. Like, and they gave us a look of like, who's going to tell them? So we <laughs> yeah. walked. We, and, but we no, didn't and know everybody that. shook their heads, not me, not me. We, yeah, mm-hmm. we uh, did not know what that loaded look meant. And then got into the little area, and the pleasant man said, well, hello, essentially, in a tone of, like, what are you doing yeah, here? Yeah, what the fuck are you guys here with your bags? And I said, well, we have a reservation that I did on the Hotels.com. Or, no, I don't even know if I did it. I think, no, I did it directly did. through them. I, did I thought it was Hotels.com. No, I did it directly through them. Oh, I was going to give Hotels.com a very bad review. No, you're off the hook, Hotels.com, even though in Ireland it didn't work out. But here, uh, it was through their booking, and... I pulled up the the guy was like oh yeah well we got a private event and they were like are out you the whole part place. of the wedding yeah and, and we're we like, said no we're not, we're part, not of part of the wedding um, and so then he looked through his reservations all like you know lowered his glasses and intently looked through his computer like what there must be some mistake he has no record of us and then I pulled and up then, the reservation yeah Shauna pulled up her phone and said here it is in black and white Mister. Yeah, but the funny thing is, is that the guy did not know, as I was pulling up the confirmation, which I did have, I noticed that 10 minutes later, there was an email that said, it's canceled. 
Yeah, but I, guess I didn't what? know my that. My email's either. a mess. My Gmail's a mess. It's such a mess, and they all look the same, and the threads and the conversations in Gmail. You know, sometimes it's just hard to follow I give things. Gmail. And Nordstrom's coupons in the middle, and just the whole thing. So, long and short, I missed the cancellation, but I, I found that out, and I had this moment of like, what do I do? And so I just pretended, oh, yeah, we had a confirmation. But I would like you all to know that we're very, very nice people when it comes to this type of stuff. It wasn't like, well, I got a fucking especially confirmation. since you also saw the cancellation. That would have been terrible <laughs> yeah, it if would have been threw horrible. a fit. No, I would never throw a fit. It's not in me in any way. I want to say Gmail gets two stars Yeah, G- for being yes, confusing. It was. It's very confusing. Um, so I just, like went with the story just to like maybe there was some hope that they had some extra room and he was like I'm so sorry and I was like oh it's okay you know because you know at that point I knew I had the Catholic guilt I knew it was my fault and so then he was like but there's a there's a hotel and he started looking up hotels for us it was very everything nice everything was booked everything was booked everything was booked but he said oh there's this hotel across the bridge at the Duke Academy that has one room yeah and it's almost as nice as our hotel but not quite and we went all right and so we we'll take it. jumped into action i said sabrina take your you're on your own with the suitcase. That's when you gave me the suitcase. You dragged it up till there. <laughs> I did. And then I put the pack back on, and I initiated into hustle mode, and I left you behind because you would take a minute with the suitcase. And, and I was I, taking pictures of all the Yes, yeah, so I literally ran across the bridge. Around uh, the park. Around the, the park, through under, all the gray hairs. Over a bridge. Yeah, all over. Like, it was like... I've never seen the movie, but I imagine it was like Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible. But I've never, I don't know. That's what I imagine, right? Just like. Almost. Almost, yeah. So I'm doing that whole kind of vibe. And I'm all sweaty. And I get into Duke Academy. And it's very, very pleasant in there. And very proper. Very proper. Things in Northern Europe are very proper. They're very clean. They're very put together. There's not a lot of, like maybe nobody sweats there. There's not a lot of sweaty business so I come in all sweaty and I said I would like a room I would like your last room please (laughs) and the young kid who was working it was her first day so she was very stressed because this was off script she had never done such a thing yeah because she she said we're only used to online yeah she started fumbling around and and saying really nice things in her nice accent and I was like it's cool I mean I'm cool I'm like number one customer. Like, that's what I like to be, number one customer. I will never be mean and always be accommodating and kind. It's true. <laughs> so I sat there, and she goes, and she goes and asks people what to do. There's a human that walked in that just wants to rent a room because everybody does it online. And then she comes out with her supervisor who's training her, and they say, you have to do it online. <laughs> oh, I forgot about this. I was still <laughs> taking pictures of the swans. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, uh... Just go to your website? She's like, yeah, just go to our website. And so log you stood in. at the counter? So now I feel like I'm competing with everybody in the in the world that wants to get this last room at the Duke Academy in Bruges. 
And they're all sitting in their, you know, house on their couch. Yeah, just like casually doing it. And I'm in their lobby. Trying to hook up to the Wi-Fi. Yes, and it's going in and out and all of these things. I have to pull my my wallet out and get the card out and get the numbers. And I can't see because I have my contacts on, so I have to get my peepers on. And I put my peepers on. (laughs) And then I have to drop my bag because I have my peepers and I don't have enough hands. And it's all happening and I'm sweaty and, you know, all these things in the... Long story short, got the room. Yeah, and I had no idea any and of this Sabrina was happening. Sabrina comes in with her, her um, suitcase. My yellow suitcase. I said, oh, we got a room. And I was like, sounds like it was real easy. Yeah. But we got free breakfast. That came with the room. Yeah. And uh, you know what? Let, let me interrupt real quick. I think we forgot to explain what our Hoots podcast does. We rate we rate everywhere we go on oh, yeah. as this we travel. This is a uh, review podcast. So the first hotel, we don't really know what it was like to rate it, but they were real nice. Yeah, they were real nice, and you know, at the end it was my, my fault. Yeah, but we didn't tell him yeah. that. Yeah, he was very nice. Everybody was very nice. Kind exchange. This place came with the best buffet breakfast I think I've ever seen at a hotel. It was like, because, um, yeah, so I travel a lot for work, and I... Every now and then I have to stay at like a Holiday Inn Express or something like that. And they're always like, it comes with a continental breakfast. And I'm always like, no, thank you. Because it is like yo play yogurt and, you know, stale bagels and not a good, not, not, not the best nutritious breakfast. But this one. I've never seen anything like it. I think was, it was, it equaled out to be about $10. In U.S. dollars. Yeah, it was amazing. It was champagne it was and fresh salmon. Any kind of breakfast food like you could imagine. Like all of these crazy cheeses, um, all Espresso's. these crazy fruits, all espresso, cappuccino, oh, little quiches. My favorite. Hard-boiled eggs. A bowl of baked beans. I had, that was weird, bowl of baked beans. I loved it. I think that Americans <laughs> should have beans with breakfast. Croissants, other pastries. It was, it was just, endless. Bacon, it sausage, was bananas. And so we eggs, walked into that breakfast the next morning, and there was a lot of old white people in there. I mean, it was all old white people. Yeah. So Bruges, or Bruges, is a wonderful medieval town. It's apps. I mean, let's just do the big reveal. It's five out of five. It's like if you could give yeah. it a million stars, it's a million stars. It, it's like a time capsule. So, I mean, this is in my... Oh, she's referencing the outline. Somewhere in this outline it explains it, but it was really, really, really wealthy in the... um, In the history department? Where was it wealthy at? Like, I don't know, 16-something? In churches? Oh, it was, yeah, it was a big deal in the, I don't know, some century. That was a long time ago. 1600s, I think. And then something happened in... And the port moved north, and so then it fell into poverty, and it became, like, the poorest place in the world. Yeah. But it, but it, I don't know what brought it back to fame. I do. What? In the 1800s, some British guy happened to go there, and then he went back to London and wrote a book, and he described Bruges, Bruges, and then it became a tourist stop. Ah. So... Then it started picking up again, but it has stayed a tourist stop, and it's a UNESCO heritage site. So you're literally walking back in time through yeah. buildings and through streets that have not changed 
too at much. All. It's a delightful capital D. And it has all the canals and all of that stuff. And just like a lot of churches and old buildings and just like you just oh, yeah. expected a friar monk to walk around the corner. The port moved north and the city went poor, aww, until the 19th century when it became a tourist town. And it still is today. Yeah, woo. It was, it's such a delightful town that I bought a ridiculously touristy shirt that says Bruges, 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 and like bedazzled. Yeah, it sparkles. Sparkles, and I wear it with such joy. Yeah, it's pretty cute because it looks like you got it at a tourist shop. Well, and I bet everybody in this breakfast all got the same shirt. So it is because it is such a wonderful, joyous, but kind of calm. It's very calm. You know, kind of walk around, walk about, do a lot of nothing is, is the, is the essentially on the agenda. There's a lot of older people. And I had the, the, the moment we walked into that breakfast and saw all the old white people and their gray hair, um, I thought, Isn't this funny, this life? Look at us. We're the old... We're, we're, we're the, the young, young olds. olds. We're the young olds. Yeah. Hanging out. You know, I feel like maybe some of them had a sweatshirt that, that they got at, you know, Glacier National Park or something. Or you Yosemite. Know? Or Yosemite or whatever the equivalent of that is in Europe. There's places you know? in Europe, I'm they sure. They just go around and travel to all these great places and... There were a lot of Americans. Tea. I heard a lot of English in there. Yeah, so there are a lot of Americans. So anyways, it but, was it was an interesting vibe. I've got a little note on my outline to mention that says, in, in regards to the beauty of the town and the unique oldness of the town, where things didn't get torn down because they were yeah. too poor. Um, so in World War II, it became occupied by the Nazis. But because they are assholes. But because of the medieval beauty, the German commander who was in charge called Imo Hopman, or something like that, he refused to carry out the orders from his superiors to bomb the city. So because it's so pretty... It even he, touched the heart of a Nazi? It touched the heart of a Nazi. Wow, that's some beauty. Well, that's exciting. So, yeah, so we, we got to our hotel, right? Yeah. And then, and then what did we do? We, we you made, made some it. friends. Did we make friends at the hotel immediately? No, you made friends at the tower. That was the next day. Oh, that was the next day. We'll get to that. So we immediately walked out and went through the, the tiny little cobblestone streets and took about five billion pictures of the yes. old places. And we went to the little tower because there's two yes, towers. There's, there's the big two tower towers and the little in, tower. The, in the town square. There's two towers. They're like competing towers. If you go up one tower, you can see the other tower. So we didn't want. We had reservations, or I yeah, guess for the belfry for the belfry tower the next day. So we said, let's go to see what's up at this little tower. So we went into the little tower, and it was almost closing time. And it was a, it was like a, a museum and a tower and like a virtual reality yeah, it was place. Super weird. And they had an animatronics Flemish guy talking. Right. It reminded me of like old school Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Right. Very yo, ho, spot on. Like spot the guy on. on the bottle or on the barrel that almost fell off. He looked like that guy. He did. and But we had no idea what he was saying because it was all in Flemish. Yeah. Oh, 
vous allez voyager dans le temps à la découverte de Bruges au Moyen-Âge. Bienvenue à Historium. But the lady said you have time for either the tower or the virtual reality. And we said, let's take the tower because yes. we've been sitting all day and we want to walk. And, and I would always say no to virtual reality Flemish guy. <laughs> I don't know. Situation. You put the goggles on. No. Who knows where they're going to take I don't you? Know. I, it doesn't matter how much time we have. It's always a hard pass. I, I would have done it if yeah, we had, had time for I would have waited outside. Anyways, we didn't have to come up to that decision. That's nice. Yeah, so we went to the top of the tower, and we looked around, and it was really beautiful, and then we could see the, the belfry in the distance, and it was, like, twice as tall, and we're like, oh, I hope we can get yeah. to the top of that tomorrow. Getting up to these towers is no joke, and it's not like, you know, it's an old town, uh, obviously, and everybody's there for all of its oldness, but it's not like they're like, oh, let's make these, you know, ADA compliant stairs no. and Mm-mm. elevators and make it all nice and shiny on the way up. And there's places to rest. No, it is like you are you are the friar. Yeah. From back in the day, making your way up. The the little tower was very doable though. So, but I'm surprised that not a lot of people get injured. It gets intense in there. Well, the next day we found out some things at the big tower, but yeah, we'll we get did. to that. Yeah. A lot of buildup for the big tower. I mean, we could jump right to the big tower. No, we're going to have to go in order. We, no, we got to stick to the outline. Well, what would you rate the well, little tower? I have tower? an outline. Um, I would rate the tower like uh, a five out of five because it was in Bruges. You want to know why I would rate it five out of five? Why? Tell me. Because when you get to the top, the only way out is through an old-timey museum. Oh, we get yeah. to learn all about the city. Yes, that was great. And also, when we were at uh, when we were at top of tower, which is how top they, of little tower, top of the little tower, um, Sabrina was very stressed that I was going to drop my phone, oh and my I God, wasn't because yes. I was taking pictures and leaning but over, but hanging a bit. her hands out over the edge. <laughs> There's no like barrier. And then I thought I wasn't stressed, but now I'm really stressed about it. And then I started getting like imagining my phone dropping and hitting and somebody, hitting someone and somebody dying. And I was like, thanks for that thought. My lovely wife. I know I saved you. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. That's, that's what, that's what saving you looks like. Nervous people stay alive. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So we did that and then we probably, we climbed down and then we walked around and we probably went to eat somewhere. Did we get um, a waffle immediately? No, we did. Was that the next, next day? day? Yeah, I think we were tired from all of our shenanigans and the. Um, no, I think we got a waffle right then. I think I demanded a waffle. Oh yeah, we did from the vendor lady. Yeah, so, in the town, in so the, the there the was town a waffle square, truck. I mean, the town square's pretty magnificent. If you've seen the movie Bruges, you know what we're talking about. Harry, let's face it. I'm not being funny. I mean, no disrespect. But you're a cunt. You're a cunt now. You've always been a cunt. And the only thing that's going to change is you're going to become an even bigger cunt. In Bruges. It's that's in yeah. Bruges. It's that same town square. It's a very dark comedy. I highly recommend it. it has, it's really good. It has the Colin, the Irish Colin, and then the Colin Farrell. No, that's the guy. The other no, guy I like. Think, I think that's right. Isn't that the here? Let the me. British gay that I like. Well, he's not gay, but he played a gay guy. You can hear all this noise. Hold on, I'm gonna pause. Okay, we're back. It's 
Colin. Well, we, we Googled it. It is Colin Farrell. The other one is Colin Firth. And who's the... And he Brand, was Colin, Brandon Gleeson. Just to be clear, Colin Firth was not in it. It's Colin Farrell. The Irish Colin. The Irish Colin, not the British Colin. And Brendan Gleeson, Gleeson, and Ralph Fiennes, Fiennes, whatever. So, and the guy from Game of Thrones. He plays the priest. Um, oh, yeah, he does. Dark comedy. Everybody should see it. There's a, there's a lot of the... Of the town, the oh, city of yeah. Bruges. And, 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 and you'll just, you'll know instantly what we're talking about if you haven't been there. There's a lot of bells here. Yeah. And a lot of tourists and a lot of children. Yeah, like I schools. Wouldn't have, like schools of children. And, and what time is it? Like the kids should be. It's in. 5.30. I don't know. Who knows? They probably nap all fucking day, so they probably have school late. Yeah, I bet. Well, I almost don't want to leave here because it's so peaceful with nobody else. they're going to come kick us out at some point. That lady down there didn't mess around. Is that why we couldn't do both? Yeah, we just ran out of late. Oh, we ran out of time? Yeah, I'm sure they're going to come she do final can, call at some point. You can do the tower or the virtual reality, not both. Yeah, virtual reality, can you imagine? I would totally have done Of an old tower? That. I would have totally oh, done that. Fucking boring. 100% I would have done that. How many french fry and chocolate places can there be? Look at these places. Frittery. Frittery, frittery. Frites, frittery. They do like their french fries here. Or whatever they call them. Frites. Shall we go through this museum-y part? Oh, please, let. Okay, let's go check out what they got. Okay. Beautiful. And, uh, you know, spoiler alert, the next day, let me get to the next day. I'm going through that one, you guys. We ran into some people who were there only to tour the filming spots. Remember? Those are the friends that you made. I know. From Washington State. Yeah. They asked us to be their best friends, and I said, yes, I would be No, so best what friends. happens is, so next day we go, we did two kind of, the next day was packed full of action. Yeah, I booked us. But we, we, we started at the big tower. We were only in town for... One full day and one half day, is that right? Two nights or three nights? Two nights. Two no, nights. I think we extended it to three nights. Oh, we, we did, yeah. yeah. So two full days. Yeah, it was it was good. I think two full days is a good amount of time to spend there. But you need to go back again because we missed a lot of stuff. Yeah. But, um, but like three or four days would have got kind of dull. Yeah, we'd be like, all right, already. Yeah. Breakfast is great, but time to move on. Exactly. And there's a lot of like horse carriages, but like... I'm not going to ride a horse carriage. Yeah. There's a lot of very kind of cutesy, touristy, but not like uh, tacky touristy, just like. Well, we've made it to the square in Bruges. <laughs> it was a comedy of errors getting here. Yeah, it was, it was quite an eventful journey. Now we're, we're shell, shells of our former selves. Of our formal selves? Former selves. Shells of our formal selves. And we are getting a waffle. Belgian waffles, get it? After we just had steak. I mean, on vacation. To put a pep in our step, apparently. Yeah, that's a Salvador Dali show. And apparently selfie sticks are still a thing. Yeah. 
I'm seeing a lot of selfie sticks. Yeah, I'm There's a lot uh, more people here than I was led to believe by the Rick Steves episode. I wonder how AI is going to affect these people what? and their Instagrams. What do you mean? Well, it's going to like send really bad algorithms and start telling lies and stuff. I don't understand. Well, just because the person with the selfie stick just looked like an influence, trying to be an influencer, you know? Maybe they are an influencer. Well, I don't know if they're trying or actually are, but I'm just worried. It just made me worry. You know what upsets me about this beautiful um, medieval square? Is I can see a Dunkin' Donuts, a Burger King. I think we just passed a McDougal's. McDonald's. In a very old building. This, but you know what? This woman who is making our waffles is a fucking hustler, man. She's great. She can do 25 things at once. Yeah. She's taking orders. She's making waffles. She's very pleasant. She says thank you. She's doing it all. Yeah. She's a superstar. Yeah. AI's not going to take her waffle job. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> She's got it down. Yeah, and there's the boat rides, but we didn't have time to take a boat ride, and it was raining. I think we were only there for actually a, one full day. And like a half day? Two nights, I think, yeah. But anyways, it doesn't matter. So we, um, the next day, we had to get to, this, to the tower first, because we had an early morning appointment. So yes, we had we breakfast did. with the, the, the Whiteheads. Um, we went straight to the went tower. Went straight to the tower, I and believe- then climbed up the tower that was like... 336 steps. 336 steps and but, had a rope. Yeah, it was medieval-sized steps. They were oddly sized. There was no handle. It was just a rope that you had to kind of hang, hang on, on to. to. <laughs> but we did it. Yeah. And then we get to the top, and there's a literally at the top of the uh, tower where you're looking at over the town square, there's this big, like, opening, and it's like a landing pad to essentially... Uh, Helicopter people out. Well, that's a pulley. It's a rope pulley. Oh, rope pulley. So you get your you get in a rope pulley and they rope pulley you down if you like get up there and you're like panicking because you can't get back down. On the way up, there are three little rooms which the monks probably did something important in, in the old-fashioned days. But now it's like a little touristy spot. You could stop, catch your yeah. breath, look at the bells, and on each stop there was an emergency exit where they harness you, <laughs> yeah, and they pull you down on a rope. Like on the outside of the building, I wish I think. we would have seen that. But oh, I was so all like somebody with their hands all flailing. Yeah, like a toddler outfit, like their hands. <laughs> like in they're hands. in a baby bajorn. Yeah, that baby bajorn. <laughs> and then they slot like the whoever oh, saved man, you. Man, we missed out. I wish we could have seen that. I'm just glad it wasn't us. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't us. So we made it up, and we get to the top, and, and there's beautiful views. This group of uh, old white people—I don't know, probably four of them—older uh, than us, older than us, like seventies old. Yeah, but adorable. So, well, I guess. And and so I saw them, and I veered. I because they were looking at us, and I was like hard left. They wanted us to take a picture of and them. And Sabrina like navigates. She's like, "Oh, hey, hey, I'll take your picture." Literally offered to take their picture. <laughs> What like, a nerd. hey, can I take your picture? No, and they, I was like, they were trying to do a selfie and they were old. They didn't know how. And I said, hey, let me take your picture. Yeah. So I go to the left and, you know, look at the town square. And then I can hear her in the back of my, you know, my background. 
getting deeper into conversation with them. Oh my gosh, I'm from Washington too. Oh my gosh, I love Seattle. Oh my gosh, this and that. Go and Huskies. Go Huskies. They went to the University of Washington. Like it was all coming out and I was like, we're never fucking getting out of here. And then um, we, we ended up like bumping into them a lot. It was one of those things because it's such a small town. So around every fucking corner, these really nice people, there they were. And they would say things like, Hey, it's the girls. Yeah. Like, it's our friends from Seattle. That's us. The and then girls. they'd be like, look, there's the the hotel that Colin... I did appreciate that they knew the whole... Uh, that they were a little like... Uh, they loved the dark comedy of Bruges, which means they weren't like... You know, they, they had... They were Seattle people. They had sure. Seattle. They had a sense of humor. Um, they were on a walking tour of all the filming spots. Yes. And so as we ran into them and Sabrina would, you know, rekindle her love and friendship with them, they would talk about all the spots in the movie and we got to see the place where he jumped out the window and all sorts of exciting Yeah. Things. So that was pretty cool. And then that they said, fun. we're going on a boat ride. And I was like, do... Yeah, not. she gave me a look. Oh, did she give me a look? I was like, we are not going on a boat ride with these people. Sabrina, they were like, we're getting it, on a boat. We have extra seats. Do not do it. Do not do it. And thank God we didn't do it. And I said, no, no, we have an appointment. Yeah. Which we didn't. We could have very well gone on the boat ride. No. And so then off we go to the next stop, which... Well, first we looked at chocolate shops. Because I wanted to bring chocolate yes, back. Yes, because that was the big plan to bring chocolate back. So we did a little research, did chocolate shops. But There's s- over 70. With, yeah. Like, they're just chocolate shop next door to chocolate shop next door to chocolate shop. And yeah, you know I guess what? Belgium chocolate's a thing. Yeah, but all the chocolate inside looked exactly the same. Yeah. It's good chocolate. Yeah, it was. It was really good So chocolate. the next stop was the Torture Museum. <gasps> That's right, the Torture Museum. Which... The next, we walked by it earlier, and we were like, oh my god, a torture museum. And I was Let's like, we back. have to go. We have to go back here. And so we went back, and I'm telling you, on when you think of like, ooh, go to a torture museum, that sounds like really fun. Like It's cool. not. It's dark. Oh my god, and you get in there, and well, you first see of all, the actual torture. Ooh. This torture museum is located in the historic heart of Bruges. Yes. In the early Middle Ages, it served as the city's oldest prison. prison. So... You go in, down the stairs to into the dungeon. a dungeon where people were tortured. Actually, yeah, literally I guess, tortured. Yeah, I guess so. And then, so they had all the like, um, it was like, oh shit, these pictures. <laughs> She's pulling it up on the internet, and these you gotta Google this, people. It's like overwhelming. So it was just like a small dungeon space. Smelled funny. Smell well, yeah, probably from the, all the the rotting souls of everybody who was tortured down there. Yeah, probably. but like all of this. Every way to torture a human was represented in some type of like, uh, like staged place. They had wax figurines. It was like Madame Tussauds of torture. Yeah, that was like life size humans in the act of being tortured in all of these various ways that you. And then they would describe how these people were tortured. And if you read one of them, or which I did, it stays with you. It's like there's no unreading or unseen that. And then all of a sudden, like, I got to this point where I, like, every corner, there's somebody getting beheaded. Oh, there's somebody getting stretched. Oh, there's somebody sitting in a chair with all these, like, crazy things jolting through their chest. Oh, my God, this is somebody, you know, whatever. Like, crazy ways that they torture people. There was were... one funny one, though. What was funny? There was one funny one. Don't what you remember? What did they do? Tickle them? <laughs> it was tickle torture. No, it's <laughs> that sounds a, horrible. It's when the public drunken people were put in a barrel. 
Oh, yeah. Yo, ho, <laughs> yeah. yo, ho. Um, but it just became, like, for me, like, the world was, the, the, the evil of the world was closing in on me. And I had to get out of there. It also is underground, no windows, small. They were smaller people back then, so, like, the ceilings were yeah. very low. It was and very it was, closed in. And that guy who, like, worked there, I was like, I can't believe you just live amongst torture. Like, eight to five. Monday intense to torture, too. Oh, it's intense. But, you know, if you want to go, I would just definitely... Um, go early, because once it gets crowded, it's even worse. And it's a lot of people. But I would definitely, like, make it quick. And be ready to see some gruesome stuff. Yeah. But let's see. I, I gave the... I gave it just three stars because it smelled funny and I thought the wax figures were silly. <laughs> what do you give it? I gave it... I give it zero stars because of the evil energy. Like, I can't give it evil any stars. Yeah, it did have evil energy. I mean, it's no fault of the people who own or run it. I'm, you know... It's historic. It's, it's good that we don't forget these things because we shouldn't do them again, but... Holy shit, we did some horrible shit. Yeah, and then they had, like, um, pretty graphic drawings of what would happen to your body on yeah. these machines. Yeah, oh my god. Okay. So, yeah, so Torture so, Museum. So that was right in the center, too. You can't miss it. It's yeah, you Right really next can. to a chocolate shop. <laughs> Let's see, where else do we go? Um, 33 steps up, climb right Well, then climb. after the torture meeting, so then we walk around, and it's like this great place to meander, 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 little cafe, little cafe. Yeah, because those... Um, little town square, little those, nook and crannies everywhere. Those medieval cities are all built in, like, in little circles, so you do yeah. kind of get lost, and that's that's the beauty of it. It's very romantic. Oh, my gosh, aside from the torture museum. And then there was, like, you know, there's beautiful trees and tiny bridges. little churches and bridges. And lots of water. Lots of water. And swans. Um, it was, it was, it's wonderful. So we're meandering around. We probably stopped. Oh, we stopped and had some lunch. Oh, yeah, wait. What's in here? I had some Flemish stew. Yes, I have that in here. You had Flemish stew, and I, I can't remember what I had. But I don't, I don't think I wrote down the name of the restaurant, oh, but it well, was really good. Cute cafe in the middle of Bruges. Flemish stew and um, a, a beer. Yeah, and everything's delicious. outside eating. And it, it was rainy, but they had covers. Yeah. So if you go in the rainy days, it's fine. So that was fun. And then we went to the um, that church. The Gothic Splendor of the Church of Our Lady? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, it was, uh, let's tell what we saw there. We saw all sorts of things, but we saw, there was, there's some story um, that I'm sure maybe Sabrina can insert some type of thing Oh, Mary of Burgundy? Yeah, Mary of Burgundy. And she was buried there with her husband. Yeah, she was very, very popular, and the the story... Maybe we don't need to insert something, she can just do it. Well, I'll... I, all Just I on know the is, spot. Tell us about Mary of Burgundy. The story goes that when Bruges lost their wealth, it was because Mary of Burgundy died. Oh, she took it with him. Like she, yeah, because she was their town. It's person. She, she was their town. It's like when um, like I don't know, back in the day when Seattle would Boeing, if Boeing were to leave, it would be like yeah. But if Boeing was a a lady, yeah, like your 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 industry's gone. She's out. Yeah, but I think she just ran. I don't know what she did. Maybe, like, like supporting and nurturing Mary was a whole industry in of itself. <laughs> yeah, maybe. There's a lot of jobs But she's there. married there. We saw her um, big, fancy... Uh, yeah, casket. so that was cool. There was her and her husband 
and these beautiful caskets. Mm-hmm. And then they were looking up at this beautiful like mural, and it was just gorgeous. And then you turn the corner, and lo and behold, there is a Michelangelo. Yeah. The Madonna. Hold on real quick. I got it right here. Yeah. What? Not that one. Not that one. Nope, nope. Where are you looking? There's chocolate. Nope, there's the torture. I love how you just said Google. You you Googled Google? I always Google Google. (laughs) What is it called again? Um, um, the The Church of Our Lady. There it is. Came right up. We're back. Oh, we're back. Um, it was the Madonna Bruges by M- Michelangelo, and it's a sculpture of the Virgin and Child. And honestly, it was a lot smaller than I thought it would be. Yeah, yeah it was tiny. Well, not tiny. It wasn't like a miniature or anything. It was like but maybe two feet tall? Yeah, maybe. Maybe two, three feet tall? Yeah, two or three feet tall, yeah. You could oh, get... wait. It says 200 centimeters, whatever the hell that is. Okay, 79 there, inches. There you go, guys. There it is. Look at that. Uh, and it's from the, he made it in 1501 to 1504. And you want to know a little tad, a tidbit about this? It's, let's hear it. This is the only sculpture that left Italy in his, while he was alive because it left when Bruges was super wealthy and some. Did he give it to what's her face? No, some rich dude bought it. The Burgundy it. chick? No, well, maybe, but I think they paid him for it. Uh, wait, when's the Bur- when was the Burgundy lady around? Oh, I'd have to, I'll have to pull that up. Oh, anyways. So, like, it was a thing, and, like, Napoleon wanted it, and Hitler wanted it. Everybody wanted it. This thing. Yeah, and the thing is, Bruges is very touristy. There's a ton of tourists there. But for some reason, everywhere we went, there was nobody there. It was, Yeah, it wasn't uh, busy, which was great, because you'll hear in our next, you know... The Louvre and all that stuff. Yeah, that was busy. Lots of people. So if you've ever seen the, what is it, the Venus that's at the Louvre? Yeah. If you've ever seen Michelangelo's Venus at the Louvre, it is like, you know, Beyonce or something. Like, every, like there's huge crowds around it. You can't even, like, get close to it or get a good picture of it. It's really hard. But this Madonna and Child, which is Michelangelo, is just like, they were there us it is. And maybe four other people. Yeah. And they have a little sitting area, so you can just sit and, and, you can just and enjoy it. it. Yeah, sit and feel its energy. So, so that, that was that cool. got five stars. That got five. So that whole church was great. And then, I mean, can you feel the excitement building in Bruges? So then we go to the oh, art museum. Yeah, I don't remember the name of it. Um, Let me look it up. And this, I think, was the highlight of of Bruges. Agreed. And we're gonna we're googling what this is right now. This is like live action googling. First, Sabrina has to Google Google, and then when she Google's Google, then she puts it in there. Yeah, I gotta I, we gotta get the name so we can tell people where to go. Yeah, exactly, because they're writing it all down right now. I'm sure. Museum Horchata, <laughs> Horchi Mouse. What the hell? <laughs> oh, Horchi Mouse. Ba- oh, well, I I let Google do my spell check. <laughs> Orchy mouse. Okay, so we went to this museum. What's it called? Oh, I think it's just called Bruges Museum. Yeah, and so here we are in the middle of Bruges, this wonderfully beautiful little town. We've but, had a lot of, but not Brussels and not Paris and not Amsterdam. This it's cute very little small, town, very very small, and we uh, we but mostly 
Sabrina is a huge Bosch fan. Yeah, I love I love her Hermon. I can't even say his name. It looks like Jeromonius. I don't usually see it spelled with a J. Yeah, whatever. Bosch. <laughs> so his art, like we have a couple of his books and um, have always enjoyed his art. Because it's, it's so weird. It's so weird and cool. Um, and we go into this museum and turn the corner and there it fucking is. The Last Judgment, the three the, panels. Like his, his most, that's his most like known piece. Yeah, it's the three panels where it has, um, I think it has heaven mm-hmm. and it has like sinners and then it has hell. Isn't the middle purgatory? Yeah, but I think they're doing sins. Oh, okay. Like then, maybe it's just life. Yeah, and then hell is where they're just being tortured with creatures and fire. It's on the three panels. So all it was fucking amazing. And it's one of those paintings where you, you can spend a long you, time looking at it. There's a lot going on. Yeah, you can spend a lot. It, it, it constantly delivers new so, images to think about. So we bought the the little audio guide, as we always do, but remember in I our... Ne- la- I never use it. I just say yes to get it. What? It's you don't, so, like... Oh I love God. it. I so, use it every time. Yeah. So, the last episode we had gone to... Or one of the last episodes in Amsterdam, we'd gone to see the Van Gogh Museum. Yes. And the, the sunflowers were there. Yes. Crowded, like it's a movie star. And yes. on the audio guy, they say, okay, you looked at it, get out the way. Yes, exactly. This audio guy said, now take a look at this and spend some time here. Yeah. Take a look at this. Because they know there's only like 10 people yeah, there. Yeah, there was literally us and maybe 10. There was like one or two other people looking at it at the same time, which is like... Nothing. So crazy. It's like seeing a really great, awesome artist at a small club. Yes, it's like when we see someone at the Neptune. You can get right up there. When we saw Sinead O'Connor at the Neptune. <gasps> That's oh what it was like, R.I.P. R.I.P. That gave me chills because as we record this, this is all very, very, it's all very new. recent. Yeah, she died a couple days ago. We- I don't want to digress into a Sinead but it's- moment, but she was right about everything. Yeah, it was fucking heavy, man. I love her. She meant a lot. She meant a lot. She meant a lot to, especially people of our age who were a little bit weird. On the island of misfits, she was our queen. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I made it up just right now. Good for you. Thanks. And then, you you know, when you told me about it, you're like, the patriarchy killed Sinead. Yeah, the patriarchy and did kill did. Sinead. Yeah. Anyways, anyway. back to Bruges. Yeah, back to Bruges. We'll bring her up next oh, time we go to I'll Ireland. I'll bring her up every single time. That's my, that's like, <laughs> every I'm going to honor her by bringing her up every single episode. Yeah. I saw her at McDonald's once. It's yeah. hard to believe, but it was uh, right before she was canceled and we were uh, I was living in L.A., and my friends were in town, and we were on Melrose Avenue, and we followed her into a McDonald's. But I guess the, the comparison I was making, or the analogy I was making, was seeing the, the Bosch in this um, space, being alone with it and sitting with it without having to deal with the complications of all these humans, like, crowding around, was like seeing when we saw Sinead O'Connor at this really small place, Neptune, 
and we were able to sit and like not have to like elbow everybody to like get close and we had a clear view and just got to experience the art so it's like yeah it was that type both of like were amazing once in a lifetime type of vibe it felt like yeah and i don't know if bruges is always like that if it's always quiet at the bosch painting yeah maybe we just got lucky maybe i don't know so leaders. but if you guys go and it's really crowded that means you just went on the wrong day <laughs> So that was great. We got a lot of five stars there. Yes, we did. And then it started to rain. Oh, Groening, Groening, Groening Museum. Groening Museum. How do you spell it? G-R-O-E-N-I-N-G-E. Great museum, small, not too crowded. Bosch painting. It was like seeing a celebrity. Boom. Damn. On to the next page. I think we're like... Almost done with Bruges. Bruges is small. I mean, it's wonderful. And you can talk about how, like, wonderful it is forever. But it is small. We, we went around the same streets but, a lot. Yeah. And um, it's also, like, wait, is that where we did the laundry? Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Oh. It's, on, it's on here. Don't worry. But first we have to talk about... They used to do a lot of lace back when they were rich. And, and every... Like, oh, we, we got to talk about the history, yes. When we were walking down the streets, there were, like... Weird teddy bears, teddy like weird teddy bears in every window. They had weird lacy teddy bears and a lot of porcelain dolls. Yeah, so, it was. Well, I don't know what that's about. It is a little bit of your grandparents' vacation there. It is, but like which we realized when we went to the free breakfast. The free breakfast was and I'm amazing. Sure half of those fucking people were buying those teddy bears and those lacy things. It was weird though, because it it wasn't just Stuffing like one. Pla- it wasn't just one shop. It was like almost every shop had the weird lacy teddy bears. There were a lot of people. There was a lot of old white people loving those teddy bears. Yeah, and I have a little note here about the plague because this is a medieval town that we're visiting, and the plague is you know super interesting. But and you can like just see it when you're there, like just all the people coughing and the plague doctors and yeah. being, you know bodies being it, dragged around it, it just has you just see it all yeah it, nothing's it, like, it's like nothing's being dropped into yeah. it's just being dropped into the past and you can see in those squares like that torture museum actually being in, yeah, in life that's out true and people getting their heads chopped off like every saturday afternoon for families to watch and eat their waffles take a look but bruges did okay during the plague because of their wealth they were able to uh, drain the waterways. They killed all the dogs. Aww. Which is really that's sad. sad. Why did they kill the Oh, because of the plague. Because they thought that that's what, you know, they had, I don't know if they knew fleas gave them plague, but they knew that if dogs were around, people got plague. So I don't know if they put it together that it was the yeah. fleas. Poor um, dogs. I know. They could just give them a flea bath. Jesus. I know, rude. Just murdering all the dogs. I hate Bruges. <laughs> then they would also uh, mark and and quarantine people, you know, basically lock them into their house until they died of starvation. God. Um, but they did they did they didn't suffer as much because of that. They were so able it was to, a, it was a, it was nice of them to do that. Well, no, I mean I'm just saying that because they were wealthy, they didn't oh, die as much. They had the it. they had the means yeah, to isn't drain. Isn't that always the truth? Yeah, yeah, they had the means to drain the canals, and they yeah. had a a health chamber called Camir Van Gesonte. <laughs> yeah, the, exactly that one. Anyway, less deaths than other towns their size oh, because right, of their their monies. Let's see cobblestone streets. Yes, don't Check. wear high heels. 
check. Thank God yeah. that we knew that going in. We didn't pack any high heels. I hills. know. We would have broken ankles. Oh, it would have been brokenankle.com. So many broken ankles. Lots of horse and buggies. No yes. cars. That's another thing we didn't mention. Those streets are too small for yeah, cars. No cars. That was just, great. Just horse and buggies and people on bikes. Yeah, there were bikes, but the cobblestones seemed to make it Yeah, there not wasn't fun. a lot of biking. It was just a lot of walking. Not in high heels. Yeah, and we had waffles at a couple places. We had the lady in the main square, which I give five out of five stars. She was She was the lady who made waffles out of her um, waffle truck. Yeah, and she took the orders. She made the waffles. She took the money. She was very friendly. She was fast. We didn't have to wait long. No, and the line was so long, and, man, she just was like a machine. I was like, I would like to know you better. Like, this is amazing. She's such a good... Shauna likes good workers. <laughs> good worker. <laughs> what an American. Yep. They were really good, too, and I got mine all covered in chocolate. It was great. Oh, yeah. Um, then we went... Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's my Where alarm. we have to be? We have to go to the lake soon. Oh. But let me stop that. Uh, we later went to... Or the next day went to a fancy... Um, Waffle place, mm-hmm. which I have a picture of. A bougie waffle, waffle place. So, so we went bougie. to the, we went to the lady in the truck. Loved who was her. awesome and just made a really great. But it was like going to waffle. A, like in America, it'd be like going to a fair and getting a yeah, wow. like elephant ears. Yeah, and then um, and then we went to the bougie like uh, kind of organic. We have. Uh, like lavender, lavender shit on our waffles. Yeah, yeah, and everything was decorated with edible flowers. Yeah, like that kind of stuff, and that was good. I gave it three stars only. The lady in the truck was better, hundred percent better. That all the beer we had, we had so much beer, a lot of beer, and it was really good. Yep. So a lot of beer, a lot of waffles. We didn't eat any chocolate. We just got some. I to ate. Take. I ate the chocolate. Oh, on my waffle, I ate chocolate. Yeah, but we didn't like go to the chocolate stores and be like, "Give me this chocolate." We no. got it to bring it home yeah. to the people. We didn't have any steamed mussels, but that is their like famous dish. Ugh. Or those, uh, the kippers or whatever that. Yeah, the we fish didn't have that any you, that Rick Steve's. Just, that you're like, supposed ate. to like, yeah. just drop down your throat. Yeah. No thanks. Didn't do that. Um. um so, uh, so yeah, so we also were doing laundry in Bruges. That was our plan ahead of time. was like, okay, we're going to pack light in these backpacks was the big plan. And then we'll stop in Bruges and do some laundry. And, and, that was, and we executed on that plan. So we found a little laundry not too far from the hotel. Oh, wait. Also, I need to point out that we had not purchased our chocolate gifts, and I was so obsessed with bringing chocolate back. I don't know if you know this about my lovely wife, but once she gets something in that old head of hers, <laughs> there's no letting it go. I, I, we get to talk about it. We get to think about it. We get to talk about it from every single angle, every single lens. Let's go to every single chocolate store, and I'll decide what which do you think? chocolate. Should I do this? Should I do this? this chocolate do store that? seems what do you think about that? not as this? good as that chocolate store. So we were store. kind of in that mode, and I was like, hey... I can handle this laundry stuff all by myself. Why don't you go look at the chocolate? So we split up. So we split up. So I went to the chocolate shop. I found, I went into so many. There's there's yeah. 70 on two I'm, blocks. I'm reliving it. Here we go. Yeah, let's go. But I found one where this lady was local. She was born and raised in Bruges. She spoke perfect English, thank goodness. And I was chatting with her, and I was like, how did 
people live here. It's like, doesn't look like there's any schools or houses or... <laughs> And she was like, well, there are. You just don't yeah. recognize them because these are medieval castle-y things. Yeah. And she was really nice, and she gave me tons of samples, and I liked that. Yeah. And so I bought all the chocolate. And that there. was Chocoholic. Was that the name of the place? That was the name of it. Because I, I just it. found the box in my office. Oh, I give it five stars. Five out of five stars. Great. So as Sabrina is going to uh, so I was fulfill off her, that. her chocolate destiny, I'm in the laundromat. And the, the coin-op was very complicated. It's all in Flemish. It's all in Flemish, and it doesn't make sense. Like, you have to buy tokens, and the tokens power the machine, but there's nothing that says that. And then it doesn't really say how much the tokens are. So, like, I, like, uh, figured it all out. But Um, struggled, because I was still there for the struggle. Yeah, but figured it all out, and then figured it all out, put everything in there, and then I was sitting there. But it took me a minute, thinking through it, looking through, making an inference here, deduction there, um, looking around. And then I was like, okay. Got this figured out. Put the laundry in there. And then that's when Sabrina went to do her chocolate thing. And I'm sitting there, and this couple comes in. From, and I'm just sitting there, minding my own business. And um, this couple comes in who's American. Spe- American, speaking English. And this loudmouth husband, old guy, is, like, talking his way through, like, this laundromat and what the hell, how do you do this? And he's getting all frustrated, and then he's... Like, he's telling his wife to shut up and, like, being an asshole generally. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this guy. So, and he's, like, struggling. And so, like, he chooses to verbally struggle through the whole thing. And um, they're bickering. And he's, like, trying to figure out the system. But I had just gone through the same experience, but was very we were very kind to each other. And just, like, worked our way through it yeah. and figured it out. And Mostly. aren't we grateful to be here in Bruges? And you, these their things are just different strokes for different folks. we got to figure it out. But this guy's, like, thrashing his way through the Taking it out on his wife. <laughs> yeah, and she's just, like, yelling back at him. And then they looked at me, and I just, like, looked at him, like, I don't fucking speak English, essentially kind of look. Don't ask me. Just kept on So I just let him, like, thrash around and figure shit out, and he just couldn't do it. And so this little old lady from the neighborhood comes in with her weekly washing. Sweetest woman who knew, like, oh, gosh, like, two sentences of English. And she's struggling to help him, and she's, like, they're doing sign language and charades, you know, trying to figure it out. And he's like, and you're just, what do you mean? What are you talking about? You know, he's you're just, just putting like, clothes in the, in the dryer. Like, I'm just sitting there. And now it's gone too far. Like, I can't, because I literally saw him before this woman came in for, like, 15 minutes, like, try to, like, figure this all out. And I was like, I'm, I'm in too deep. I can't. Yeah, you can't talk English now. Because I really wanted to help this old lady because she seemed really sweet. But she seemed to be really enjoying helping the Americans. Like, it was giving her joy. She wanted to help them, do a good deed, show, you know, the, the laundromat that she probably goes to every week. And then so they finally figure it out. And so then we're sitting there. She leaves. His laundry's going with his wife. They're sitting across the room. Did they get I'm nicer the to side. each other? No, then they just sat in silence. We all sat in silence. You who don't look, you don't speak English. Of yeah, course. I don't speak English. I'm just a local because obviously I look like I'm from Bruges. So we're <laughs> yeah. sitting there, and now I start to get nervous because I'm like, "Fuck, Sabrina's gonna be back any minute, and she's gonna say something to me English, and I'm gonna be fucking exposed for the asshole that I am." That Spoiler I, alert! I sat and let him like thrash around and struggle, and I was like, like sitting there and stressing a little bit about it, and then the 
um, the, the dryer stopped. I was like, shit, cool. So the dryer's done and I'm folding them real fast. And in come walks Sabrina with, with her big, bags, with of her bags of chocolate. Talking a mile a minute. Oh, the chocolate is good. And I had this chocolate. I had that chocolate. I tasted this. And I was like, I had to respond. I couldn't just let her talk to me. But you know what? No, I said English words to you. You waited. I it was did. weird. I actually walked in, <laughs> and I was talking about the chocolate, and Shauna said nothing to me. And I looked at her like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then I looked over, and I was getting that death stares from this couple that I had no idea. I had no idea who they were. And then were. I finally said English, and the fucking guy, I could see him just being like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> I was like, you're an asshole. That's why I didn't say anything. But I didn't say that. I just kind of like. But we, then you did say, we got to go. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, and I put the and clothes I was like, in and oh, off we fine, went. okay, let's go. I was going to get a, you know, drink or whatever. Yeah, so off we went. So that And was, then you told me the story. Yes, that was the laundromat experience. Where you pretended to not speak English in order to not talk to strangers. Well, I, if they were, like, normal humans, but the guy was such a jerk. Yeah, I get that. I was like, I think I'm just going to let you thrash around, mister. Oh, you guys should have seen the look that they gave me, though, when I came in <laughs> talking about the chocolates. <laughs> She was exposed. Well, I was. Oh, well, what are you going to do? That laundromat, though, how many stars would you give it? I didn't spend much time there. It was um, small. It's, uh, I would say, you know, three out of five because of the poor. But, you know, whatever. If, you're, if, you're, if you speak Flemish, it's probably five out of five. So it's not, I'm I not just the target re- audience. Yeah, it was just really small. I, only I had shouldn't a couple expect washers. it to, like, have everything in English. Like, what an asshole American. I, well, the guy I, behind you did. Yeah, well, you know. All right, so my notes say... Uh, then we had the pizza place. The pizza that place was really, really good. Really good. It was like... Um, do I have a... Do I have you know, like um, kind of the... Hold on, let me look it up. Fire... What is it in the ovens? Uh, There's Na- Napoli, Napoli style. Yeah, Napoli style pizza. Oh my gosh, we're looking it up. Well, I want to give people the name so they know to go there. Automat. That's it. Automat. So this place called Automat, um, and it was like, you know, uh, Napoli style, put it in the big oven with the fire and the coals pizza. It was, it was unusual toppings, though. It was great. Yeah. It was like, like fusion one. toppings, you know, where it's like, ooh, multicultural pizza. Um, good beer. Really good beer. Really good pizza. Really good atmosphere. That was great. I would give Automat a five out of five stars. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was our last meal. Yeah, in Bruges. It was good. So Ooh, I'm kind of hungry. Go- it looks good. I know. Maybe we should have pizza later. Yeah, it looks good. Oh, it looks like it's a chain. You can get it all over Belgium. Wow, nice. So we're gonna we're gonna start wrapping up here. So yeah. So we had the pizza. Then we went back to our hotel. The hotel was comfortable. What was the name of it again? Uh, the Duke Academy. Yeah, it was comfortable. It, the lobby had just been remodeled, so the it was lobby very was nice, nice. Very pleasant. Yeah, it was comfortable enough, big enough. It wasn't like super fancy like the one that we didn't get to go to. Um, and the breakfast was top notch. Yeah, so I think it was five out of five stars. So I recommend if you go to Bruges, you kind of you wander around, you get lost a little bit because that's the charm of the city. You see all the weird lacy bears in the windows. Um, 
Don't eat at the square. Like, go a couple blocks Yeah, the square out of the is square. like the, their touristy. version of uh, whatever Times Square, but a very, very small version of that. Yeah, and like, amazing with um, castles and stuff. Yeah, but, like, it has, like, you know, a Burger King. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we were just blown away by how old everything was and beautiful it was. Yeah, and, and accessible and pleasant. It was extremely pleasant. Um, you know, it might be hard if you're disabled. Yes. Like, honestly. It's, yeah, it's not ADA compliant in any way. It's no. all very challenging. Yeah, we were just lucky enough that we're young olds. Yeah. There were a lot of old olds. Yeah. But they were all in the horse and buggies, I noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're going to wrap up Bruges. You got any other things? Uh, no. So our next stop, we off to Paris. Yeah. We're going to go to Paris, and you guys are going to love it there. I can't wait to <laughs> share that with you. It, Paris is a pretty cool city. Yeah. It's a city of lights. Yeah. So Spoiler I, alert. It's great. I hope you liked Bruges with us. I hope you make it to Bruges. It was small and beautiful and old. It's definitely worth, if you're in Amsterdam and you're making your way to Paris, it's the perfect spot on the a stop on the way from Yeah, we were torn Amsterdam between to Paris. Ghent. Was that where we were yeah, going? Yeah, we haven't been to Ghent, so I don't know. We I've heard that's also nice, yeah. but Bruges is just like a, it's like a time capsule. Yeah. So, so we wanted great. to see that. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening and we'll yeah, see, you, real. see you soon with, uh, and we'll be in Paris. Bye. Bye-bye. Going to the lake now. Summertime. I want to be loved by you. Just you. Nobody else but you. I want to be loved by you. Alone. This concludes our episode, Hoots, Stories of the Ordinary, Bruges Edition. I want to thank you all for listening. Um, It was a little bit of a longer episode than normal, so kudos for making it to the end, unless you fast-forwarded it a little bit, um, which I understand, but it is still technically cheating. Please look for our Paris episode to arrive at some point in the future, a couple weeks maybe. Maybe a month. I don't know. We are deep in summertime here in Seattle. And so we're, uh, you know, doing summery things. Swimming at lakes and stuff like that. Anywho, I really appreciate your time listening. There's about 5 million really awesome podcasts you can listen to. In fact, I was listening to a really good one recently. Well, Lex Friedman, of course, is great. What was the one I was listening to? Scamanda. Have you guys listened to Scamanda? Is that how you say it? The lady who faked cancer. Oh, bad news bears there. But um, if you like podcasts, that's a really good one. Hoots Stories of the Ordinary is an independently produced podcast. We would greatly appreciate um, a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And with that, I'm going to head out and we're going to go out with some more Sinead because that was that was a real bummer of bad news that we got so all right you guys have have a good rest of your summer and look for our Paris episode to arrive shortly nobody else but you
Goodbye.